Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with Shane Feek, and I'm Shane here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, on my on my uh, Restream account, I have like four or five different intros. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. On the right one. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'll play them all. No, yeah. um, I should have known right away, but I don't know. It's just work fine to me when you get your hands full with everything you know it's kind of hitting the right button and doesn't always work out right but <laughs> it's all right anyways i digress so how you doing shane oh i'm doing pretty good just you know living the dream hanging yeah, out right. and, yeah i haven't done much paranormal stuff lately but hopefully gonna get into it a little bit here when winter gets going summer's kind of busy right right. <laughs> right yeah so um I don't. I think you saw that uh, I partnered with uh, David Taylor. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and uh, Kelly Schaefer from Cemetery Files. Uh, we're gonna do an audio podcast, and we have a, a group page up. So um, if you can find the link on my page, but um, I'll also post it uh, somewhere on on here. But uh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's a pretty big deal. Um, I'm pretty excited, and. Uh, it's kind of like a no holds barred type uh, podcast, you know. All right. So it's it's not video; it's just audio. So which is fine. So I can you know sit in my pajamas and <laughs> yeah. do it, and right. Yeah. So so yeah. But tonight we have a great guest, uh, Sin Schrader Hill. Um, she's an author, also a um, publisher. She is. Uh, she contacted me, and I was I was excited to have her to show so uh, without further ado let's get her on here and start chatting up what she's up to good hey, evening everybody. hey good evening nice to so, nice to be no, on here thanks how are you tonight i'm great how are you two doing we're doing all right good. you know yeah yeah sunday sundays are pretty pretty laid back and pretty easy for us you know uh we yep. do me and shane do the uh our show um every other week you know what i mean so I'd, i'm not like every monday like i do with uh cemetery files so i have a lot on my plate so it's sometimes like i just did in the beginning when i couldn't find the intro because of the fact i have so much on my plate that you know but so yeah so uh why don't uh for the people who are un a little unfamiliar with you um why don't you go ahead and tell these people that are listening, these wonderful people, uh, who you are and what you do. Sin Trader Hill. I'm author from Fayetteville, Tennessee. So I am in Lincoln County, which if you're looking at a map, it looks like a little house with a chimney on top of it. And okay. we're right above Huntsville, Alabama, about 30 miles north and 80 miles south of Nashville. So right in the middle. And um I formed my team in 2014, Elk Valley Paranormal, started helping someone else with his books. He's the one that actually does the illustrations and the covers of my books. And um, he got me kind of the kick in the butt that I needed to write my first one. So here That's I am cool. five books later. Yeah. Yeah. So my books are self-published. They're on Amazon. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on a little bit of everything. So you can find me. And I just got off of the podcast that I help with, 
which okay. is legit your normal podcast. So nice, that's cool. So nice. That went on to that's you cool. guys. So, yeah. yeah, talk a little bit about that. That is like what you just said. Kind of come as you are. It just unfolds as it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's they're just better that way. Oh yeah, right. a lot better that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah having having yeah right. having some structure is okay. I'm all for yeah. it. But sometimes you get when you just kind of do it off the cuff and you're just doing it live and you're not editing anything. It's just things kind of come it's out. Flow better, you know. It's it's it, it's better. It's fun. We have a know. good time. But, yeah, and that's what it's about too, you know, having podcasts and doing interviews and like having you on the show and you know, me and Shane have been doing this for going on 4 years and it's been fun. You know. Yep. We've had we've gone we've had a lot of guests, a lot of uh unknown guests and they were just normal people, you know. I don't think there was one that we ever had on the show that was a bad one, no, you know, but, or that it made us feel un- uncomfortable, really. You know yeah, what I mean? it's been great. That's so that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. haven't, I haven't met anybody that I felt uncomfortable with either, and okay. hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, you know, right, right. You never right. know. Never know. So, uh, tell me, tell our listeners, and um, or whatnot in the paranormal. So um, I didn't actually get started with the paranormal until 2013. So I started really late as okay. compared to a lot of other people. I've been sensitive all my life, but just didn't know it. I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out why things were happening and sure. some weird, weird things were happening and deja vu moments and um, a lot of panic attacks because I was taking on mm-hmm. people's energy and I didn't know yep. that. So mm-hmm. panic attack after a panic attack. And I had my first one when I was 10. So wow. it's been kind of crippling, you know, for the longest mm-hmm. until uh, I think it was almost 15 years ago. Someone finally said, you know, you're sensitive, right? <laughs> no. Mm. What does that mean? What does that mean? Right. And over these last 15 years, I've discovered exactly what it means. So mm-hmm. I've only had one panic attack in the last 15 years that would have sidelined me in the past. But yeah, right. Right, I was right. able to realize what it was, calm down mm-hmm. and get out of the situation. So mm-hmm. that's helped mm-hmm. that, you know, as far as that goes. Sure. Um, I've learned a lot. Right. I've learned quite a lot and still yeah. learning mm-hmm. from we all are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> from everybody around us. So it's it's a it's been a really cool and ever growing journey, you know? It's yep. fun. Right. right. So, you know, when you when you basically continuing to learn like that, um, you run into some some really cool people. And then you kind of run into people that really kind of challenge you into um, thinking different things or, you know, trying different things like that. I mean, cause the paranormal field is kind of vast in that area where there are so many different elements in the paranormal field that these people come out of the, out of the woodwork and you think that you got something figured out and you got a different angle until somebody yeah. says, Hey, what about, what about this? Or why don't you try this? Or, you know, so that's why I like, you know, the paranormal field, the way it is, 
in that sense and talking to other people and doing the podcast shows and stuff like that just to get that feel of a different opinion you know i, I mean I, I i i pick shane's brain you know all the time oh, yeah. i mean he's he's the the we're the yin and the yang and so he's the scientist and you know what are you 80 percent skeptic 20 percent yeah yep. or is it the opposite yeah 80 percent <laughs> skeptic yeah 20 percent believer you know right so i mean we we kind of can I can bounce ideas off of him and get some, you know, really good feedback. And so it works, you know, and so with you, you know, just learning some of this stuff since 2013, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be more people that you're going to run into that are going to be oh, like, yeah. that are going to blow your mind in that sense. Absolutely. So yeah, the bar- the paranormal field is, is there, is there, I would like to say that there's a, there's a big bowl full of nuts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, there's some different people in there, but it, it all works, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. And I actually I love to do investigations with other teams mm-hmm. because they do things differently. Yeah, and I do that learn, too. Right. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And when right, you start right. when you start closing off and saying, Well, this is how we do it and this is the only way we do it, you're gonna lose some ground. You I there's agree. So yeah, right. Many Absolutely. Ways. And like you yeah, say, yeah. coming there in, there are there are there there are teams out there like that. So oh, yeah, yeah, they like yeah. to do it their way, and, yeah, which and is that's fine. Okay. That's, yeah, that's okay. That's their prerogative, you know. Yeah. I'd I'd rather go but, as far as I could with the situation. So yeah, I'd like okay. There's well, there's three or four different ways you could have done that. All right, yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk about them and learn sure, about right. them. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I I just. The, the elements of the different elements that people bring to the paranormal field, plus the fact that, you know, like you said, you know, I like to go with other other teams. I don't get the opportunity too much, but I have done some virtual uh, walkthrough because I am a psychic medium. So I'm able to do that um, with teams where I can virtually they can walk me around on their phone and I could pretty much <laughs> tell nice. them, you know, and 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 I get I get billed to do that, you know, so I mean, it's just. I, I would like to be able to do it more, but nobody's really taken me up on it. But I have done it a few times enough to where it's very um, enjoyable and it's a learning experience. Every other investigation is different. And I think, that, you know, has there has there ever been a location that you've gone to that 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 just kind of scratches your head saying, you know, why is why would why is this haunted? You know, why is this something that people consider? to have spirits, you know, kind of made you think a little bit outside the box on that. Uh, nothing. I'm going to give you a a couple of tough questions. I'm just, I'm just telling you. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's just that, um, I found my thing that I found I love to do the most is EVP work. So finding the Mm -hmm. voices is my My wife does that too. That's what her thing is. EVP. Mm -hmm. and it becomes just, you know, part of you. You just, you're always listening and always yep. uh, finding them and trying to look for them. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm in the South and everything around us is haunted. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're on Indian ground. We've got right. Civil War blood. We've got, you know, right. just everything. Right, and right, right. you can't throw a rock without missing something haunted. Right, um, right. I've now, my, my co-founder, Sean, is my skeptic, and mm-hmm. he has gone from 
100% skeptic to 80% skeptic down to he's about 50-50 now because of all the things that he's seen. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, we're in an incredible area. I love to go other places too. Uh, Pennsylvania area, Gettysburg. Um, oh, yeah, I'd love to go area. there. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my bucket list areas. Gettysburg. Gettysburg yeah. yeah. So many places. Right, right. So it's mm-hmm. just, uh, there's, now that I'm involved with the paranormal, there's not too many places that I have gone that I haven't gotten at least something. Now, sure. Right. I, I haven't gotten, you know, like you'll go, to an investigation, uh, say you've got one location you do all the time. One night you're going to have just a buttload of stuff. The next night you're going to have nothing. Oh, you yeah, know, it happens. Just, right, right. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dead night, right. you know? So right. you just, I talk about that a lot with yeah. frequencies. Yes. It, it's just, it's not, it's not on demand. You can't, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like, it just happens that way. Exactly. <clears throat> and, and a lot of these, a yeah. lot of times when, these locations are inundated with all these people coming in all the time. Don't you know the spirits are just like, uh, not yes. again. We talk right. about this all the time on our show. All the time. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's just probably like you walk in the door and they go out the other one. Just like, uh, right. let's go out here for a while. Right. You know, right. Oh, they're right. coming in this one. I'll, I'll, let me tell you a story. One of, one okay. of the coolest EVPs I've gotten was at a residential and I knew something was around me. I'm just, I couldn't see him, but I felt like it was a person and we were just setting up, going around. And I said, uh, I know somebody's with me. I'm going to, I'm just taking pictures. Come with me into the next room. And I said that for about two other rooms. And the third time I said it, when I was going over my <laughs> EVPs later, all my audio, this little curmudgeon voice says, I got better things to do than to follow you around <laughs> all night. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So you just never know. You never know. Right. Right. It's like a spirit with an attitude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And there's a bunch of them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Now, Shane, you haven't been to Gettysburg, right? No, I've never been there. Right. So you've been you've been to some of the places on the East Coast. Uh, I've been to the farthest I used to have been is Hinsdale House, which is New York. West West New York. That's the farthest I've been to towards there. Okay. Okay. At least for now, haunted houses. I've been to right. like New York, New Jersey and some other places for business, but right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're not thinking of paranormal when you're no. actually I'm thinking of paranormal all the time. So I am too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. that just I, I work in I work in a place in a, a private country club that uh has activity. So well and and whenever we're talking about vacations, I'm like, ooh, maybe Saint Augustine this year, you right. know, because yeah. it's <laughs> It's just one of those things. You just try to hit them all. Right, right. So I would basically say, you know, if anybody's listening and, and you you want some cool places to go, you know, it, research it. You know, research some of these places. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to go because it's say it's haunted or whatever. But there's some most of the locations that are that are supposedly haunted and have activity are great vacation spots. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, like Gettysburg, I mean, you talked about St. Uh, Augustine, you you know, that's Florida, you know. So, I mean, why not, you know, kind of make a day out of it. Yep. But I know that a lot of people, there aren't a lot of people all that are into paranormal, but there's enough of us that 
of the collective that are into the paranormal can can probably uh come up with a list of great places to go oh yeah you know i mean so i think i think they're so coming out of the woodwork now so more people yeah. are getting yeah oh yeah for it. sure yeah for and sure. they're and they're <laughs> actually coming up with like um what do they call it um destination uh paranormal events oh, yeah. things like that like you know right 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 the entire city of new orleans has things going on voodoo and you know coast mm -hmm. and everything and mm -hmm. then you got myrtle's plantation that's not too far from it so that would be right, right. I've, I've been there i just haven't right. investigated anything there right, right. so yep. that would be nice yeah um yeah so basically i you know i've been out west i haven't really been east and so i've been to out west like the stanley hotel yeah and, that'd be cool rocky mountains that would be awesome. you know i've been there yeah. several uh probably three times and I've had experiences pretty much the two of the three. So um, it's it's places like that that really can kind of, you know, it's good for business, you know, and it's, you know, people kind of build their, their building as a great place to stay, but it's also got spirits there and everything. So it's kind of like, you know, I would say for me, I'm, I'm an out West freak. I love out West. Like I said, until I've been to the East coast, until I go there, I can't make that, <laughs> that connection. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, talk a little bit about, um, your book. Oh, Do you have a book right. out? Yeah. I, you have, have, a book? Five. Okay. I have five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Five. Yeah. I just wow. brought my fifth one out. Um, I'll tell you briefly about each one. And then if you'd like, I can tell you a couple of stories. Yeah, sure. um, please do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the first one I did was, is called Whispers in the Dark. <clears throat> it is true ghost stories. Mm -hmm. These are all nice. on Amazon. This one has 23 short stories and that's really, that's all I do short stories, but that's cool. 18, 18 of the 23 are in the County I live in. So nice. it's a lot That's going awesome. on in this area. And then there's two from Lynchburg where Jack Daniels is made. It has oh, nothing yeah. to do with Jack Daniels, <laughs> but it's just right there in the town. And right. then three right. others that one, I was on vacation. One is when I lived in Arizona and a third one thrown in. So um, a lot of things going on in that book. The second one was a book of fiction that, the guy that does my illustrations and covers decided to do. So it's fiction web of terror. Okay. Nice. Back to true stories. This book, the third one was supposed to be my first one. I couldn't figure out how to do it. This one's called they're speaking. Are you listening? My most compelling EVPs. And these are investigations I've been on and the voices I've caught. And mm -hmm. the thing about this book is as you're reading it, when you come across the paragraph that has an EVP in it, you can go to elkvalleyparanormal.com, pull up the evidence section. Oh, speaking, nice. And actually hear them. So there's over a right, hundred. Cool. There's over a hundred in the book. Oh, wow. And the little, oh, yeah. the little curmudgeon man I just told you about at that residence, he's in mm -hmm. it. That's so, nice. My wife would probably nice. like that book. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's into and, the EVPs. Yeah, I think she'd like that one too. And you know, some of them are class A's where there's oh, no yeah. but then yeah. others you have to listen, even with earbuds and and headphones, yeah. 
maybe two, three, four times. Some of them you might never hear exactly what. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I that's heard. typical. Yep. Yeah. Sure. But that's all. That's a, now when 2020 came up, I was going to write this next book. And this one, God kind of put it in my lap. And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. I write scary stories. Well, I'm not sure why I'm writing this one. This one's about signs from our loved ones. So it's not goodbye, signs from beyond. And mm-hmm. I wanted to write about near-death experiences, deathbed conversations where our loved ones are about to pass on and they're talking to somebody in the room we can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, pennies left for us, cardinals in the yard, wind chimes ringing. We smell um, that scent that dad Mm -hmm. always wore in the room, cigar smoke. um, That favorite song comes on the music, on the radio all the time, every day, every, you know, same time Mm -hmm. every day. Um, Our dreams and visions of our loved ones, even pets coming back. So that's what this book is all about. And Mm -hmm. when I started writing it, I had very little to put into it. And so I sent out feelers and said, I'm looking for these kinds of stories. Do you have them? I had things come from all over the United States from uh, when I worked in Washington state and Maine, they sent stories, Texas, um, all over. And even uh, one girl sent me one from England about her losing her grandfather and adopting his cat after he died. And then the cat died from the same thing the grandfather did. Wow. And now they both visit her. So Mm. it's just, it's been something. Yeah, it's been really wild. But I tell you, I lost my motivation right after I started writing this one. And then didn't get it back from 2020 when everybody else lost their motivation too. I didn't get it back Mm -hmm. the next year and started writing again in 2023. So the very first part of the year. And um, I'm sorry, um, started writing 2021, 22. And um, I got started in March and banged out just a bunch of stories right after the other. And in April, we lost my nephew. He was only 19 and a half and he died in an accident. And he was was my mini me. Mm -hmm. I was training him Mm -hmm. to go on investigations with me. I was training him to be my videographer. And uh, Mm -hmm. he was just real interested in everything we were doing. And he was always listening to what Sean and I had to say about the investigations and really into it. And then I lost him. And so there went motivation again. But about three weeks after that, I thought, okay, that's why I lost the motivation back in 2020. I was supposed to hold this book to get his story as the main one. So this is why it's book. Yeah, it's dedicated Mm -hmm. to him. And uh, it's been incredible since he died on the 6th of April, 2022 how many times he has checked in. Um, One of the first things that he started to do was uh, at his home, of course, he would um, leave his bedroom door propped open and the light on. And so after about the first week after that, Susan said to herself, yeah, there's no reason to leave the light on. I'm going to shut his door. That way, when I open his door and go in for something, I can still smell him. Uh, she you know she wanted to keep the room mm-hmm. like it was, right? Yep. 
Right, so right, she right. Closed it. She closed it. She comes back through <clears> the same <throat> night, and the dog and the cat are are stand are just sitting in front of the door, not moving. Mm. And she's like, oh, "What? What's going on?" And she gets closer to the door, and then realizes that a light is shining underneath. Now she had turned off the lights and shut the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The light's on. So she opens the door and says, I'm sorry, Wyatt, I'll leave it on. I'll leave it on. So every time she shut the door and turned off one of the two lights, one was a three-way switch yeah. and the other was one mm-hmm. of the push pulls. <clears throat> push pulls. Mm-hmm. And he was turning on one or both of those lights Wow. Every time, every day for, it was about three months. And um, he would open his door uh, if she'd shut it. And it got to the point where she, if she knew I was coming over, she would shut the door just to see if he would open it for me. And he actually (laughs) did one night. He actually did one night. Oh, wow. So uh, he's, he's appeared to her three times, twice in a dream, a vision. And she's actually seen mm-hmm. its reflection um, in in a picture on the wall wow. and things like that. Um, wow. I, being the EVP person that I am, if I had just been thinking the whole time, I would have been checking everything I was recording. But I was not. And I had mm-hmm. my sister was telling me a story on the 23rd of February this year about him coming to visit her in a dream. And was describing it mm-hmm. to me and everything. And it t- it was so, you know, it's hard hearing the stories about Wyatt. So sure. mm-hmm. after recording that in February, it was April. No, no, it was in March when I finally got the nerve to listen to it and transcribe it. And I get just over uh, six minutes in, six minutes and 32 seconds. And Wyatt says, did you hear that? And he just tapped on, he had tapped on something twice. And his Mm -hmm. voice is the clearest EVP I've ever gotten in my life. Wow. And the loudest and the most unmistakable. Nobody has questioned what he's saying. Uh, Mike on the podcast, I played it for him and he said, sin, People are going to say it's fake. It's so clear. And yeah. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. they will. My but- wife's found a couple like that that are just so amazing. Yeah. And they're incredible. Yeah. They're just incredible. They're few and far between, but once in a while. Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Wyatt's book. It's not Goodbye Signs from Beyond. Now, my latest book mm-hmm. just came out, Realm of Shadows. And it's some of the darker things that have happened, some of the darker mm-hmm. investigations I've been on. And uh, some and my friends as well. And these are some of the ones I've never been to a place where I felt anything demonic. Mm-hmm. But a couple of my friends have. And mm-hmm. like one of the girls that I know, um, she actually is one of the three that puts on um, the expo in Nashville, Tennessee Haunts and Legends, Regina. She sent me one when she went to St. Albans with two of her teammates and um, she was discussing this with me and told me the story. And it was one of the ones that stayed with me as far as, wow, you know, if that can happen, 
to her. It can happen to anybody. So Mm -hmm. you always have to really Mm -hmm. protect yourself. But what happened was she and her two teammates went into this schoolroom like area and she went up to a chalkboard and was writing, pretending she was teaching. Her teammates were doing an EVP session. They had the camera and the recorder going both. And they were into their spirit box session. So they were concentrating on that. And then they realized that she wasn't moving after a few minutes and they called her name and she wouldn't answer. She was standing Hmm. in front of the chalkboard, just like a statue. Yeah. And afterwards, what she said is she could hear them talking, but it was like it was in a long tunnel. She was at the other end and then everything went black. Now what they saw is they were calling her name, and about the third or fourth time they called her name, she finally turned around, but it was not her face. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She Something had jumped her. Yep. And yep. Ha- she had no idea. They got her out of the situation and basically grounded her. You know, took mm-hmm. her outside, walked her around so she mm-hmm. could get grounded. And she came to outside wondering why they were outside when they had just been in the classroom. And they said, mm-hmm. you don't remember anything. And mm-hmm. all she could remember was the tunnel and then going black. Wow. So wow. that's a little terrifying. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, I've been jumped before. <clears throat> um Yeah. Not a good thing. I, when I was driving. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, the spirit I had uh, in a vehicle I purchased years ago. Uh, evidently, the gentleman must have killed himself in the vehicle. And for some reasons, was unable to leave said vehicle. So he hung out in the vehicle. <laughs> Me not realizing that at the time, because I needed a vehicle really bad. And it was a really nice vehicle. I purchased it. I would come out to to find my radio changed to a religious station every time I would get in my car in the morning. And I was like, what the heck is this? And so I would turn it back and then, you know, listen to whatever and this and that. And I could see him because of who I am. I could see him. I'm like, what is this? So I would try to play it off. I'm like, "Eh, I don't see nothing. I'll be just driving, you know, (laughs) about a month later, I was driving to work and this was probably, I don't know, eight years ago and he was mad because he knew i could see him but i was ignoring him and i was like yeah it's just you know i knew what he did i know what he looked like i knew everything and he knew that i knew so something happened where i was jumped when i was driving and i went through a various range of emotions considering to being sadness anger hatred violence um all the above. Now, it took me about five minutes to get to a gas station to where I could park on the side of the road and have it out with whatever was jumping on me. Now, being who I am and I knowing my religious stature in that sense and knowing my connections with Christ and all that, I had prayers already to be said whenever that it would ever happen to me. So I, w- I went through that whole thing and then I scolded him very badly and basically told him in not so many words to get the F off me and this and that. So when I went through that whole thing, 
and finally got him out and then he was kind of depleted well my truck started falling apart pieces started to break oh, no. and it was a new and it was a newer vehicle it shouldn't have you know happened needless to say i traded that vehicle in pretty much for the same price that i got it for because it was a nice vehicle and when i left he was still in the vehicle mad as hell and pounding on the he was like it, he trapped himself wow should i have helped him yeah i probably should have helped him but where do i start yeah right you know what i mean right you know i mean i i really don't not that i want i i wanted to get away because it was a bad situation because he was his energy was getting more negative and more negative and he was getting stronger in that sense and i didn't want something to happen to me or my family or mm -hmm. sure you know so i had to i had to distance myself from that you know so i just said i i, I gotta cut this loose but where do at that point i wasn't quite where i'm at now with helping spirits cross over and this and that but i did i thought about how could i help him mm -hmm. you know i mean so it was just one of those things where that was an experience and that was something i learned from so when that would happen in the future then i would know how to handle it which right. it has kind of happened in the future you know as since then and i've handled it accordingly you know and a lot of it has to do with respect for spirits who are not ready to to go in the light i was gonna treating ask them you. with the yeah treating them with the respect that they deserve saying i know that you think you know you're deceased i know that you're angry i know this you know but i respect the fact that that's your decision mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's your decision you own i i try to make them feel like i would feel like if i was talking to a living person exactly on this side you know what i mean so i want to share that commonality of respect Mm -hmm. And regardless of who it is and what that person has done, I've always made sure to tell them you're deceased. What's happened on this side happened on this side. It kind of doesn't transcend. You can think it transcends, but mm -hmm. it really, you have a choice to make. Yes. You know what I mean? So I've ran, I've ran into different things like that. And it's just, but when you talk about, you know, things like your friend in standing in front of that chalkboard, you know, people don't realize that if they're not protected or not guarded in some way yes. or grounded, it's like a negative entity sees that as an opening mm -hmm. because of the fact that number one, it's more energy. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's it's a different scenery. Yeah. So I mean, if they if they're able to look through their eyes, it's a different whole scenery. I mean, they don't things look different over there compared to over here. Right. So yeah, so that's there. There's an attraction to that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Um, how is she doing now? She's fine. She uh, okay. she said that one half of her wants to go back to St. Albans to confront and get past her fear, and the other part of her says, "Uh, uh that was enough. I don't want to give it a chance." So mm -hmm. she has not been back yet, but she's still debating on whether or not you know, she sure. will go back. And as right, far as right. yours, it, you know, he might not have crossed over anyway. He might not have wanted to. It's, no, it sounds no. like he wanted to stay around. Uh, a lot of it, a lot of it with, with that entity was his guilt kind of kept him there. Yeah. And that's, that's, a he, lot he of guilted it. himself into his own cage and guilt is one of the biggest, biggest, um, 
I would say self-made cages mm -hmm. that people, even on this side, sure. even yes. living people can be in so much, feel <clears throat> so much guilt that you don't think that you can evolve out of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, guilt is the main thing. You know, I think that people want to stay on this side. Their, their fear of judgment, their fear of what's on beyond the light. What's, you know, it's, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just, I can't say I I've not crossed over. I don't know what's on the other side. Yeah. Right. I know I know what's on the immediate other side, but before the light, but after the light, that's you know, I'm yeah. I'm not privy to that. No, you know, I don't know that. You know, We're but all I can say is that you have to trust that you know that spirits and God and your creator and all that, it's all it's all love and it's you know positive. Yeah, it's for people who don't know what, you know, people who are sensitive and people who are mediums and people who are gifted in that sense experience all that stuff. Yeah, see, I don't ever have to deal with it. <laughs> he he doesn't have to deal with it. Which, they leave me alone, I don't know. Which, yeah, and, and that's his his analytical mind is, is just blows me away. I mean, yeah, he, he, he thinks numbers, he thinks yep. formulas, he thinks all this stuff. So I'm sure that any spirit would probably be like, I hate numbers. I'm not <laughs> yeah. that. They're like, I'm, I'm out. The, I'm out. This guy's like, crazy. They take one right, look right. in there and they're like, right. they're going to take one look in Shane's head and they're going to be like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> good. No, no. You know, so, and sometimes you just wonder, you know, what they're thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. Now, have you had other experiences? Have you had any experiences yourself? Oh, yes. And, and some, odd um i wasn't aware that not only should you protect yourself for investigations and protect yourself against people that can drag your energy down oh definitely yeah mm -hmm. uh, but i was not aware that i was supposed to protect myself from doing review of my evidence mm. okay. you don't really? talk about that yes so mm -hmm. what what i found um i had a strange case come up a few years back that um we went and did an investigation out in in the country and she had brought in some arrowheads and Indian rocks and even a cannonball she had found and all of this energy that was connected to these objects were in her home. Wow. And so she had like opened the door for these wandering spirits in and out of her house. So she was having experiences and couldn't understand what was going on. We came in um, to investigate, but after we investigated her home, her friend reached out to me. Now I have not met this friend to this day. Mm -hmm. I have not met this friend. It's only through emails. And this girl, since we had helped her friend, she had stayed at this house, had seen an entity and uh, had gone on walks on ghost walks and seen things happen. And she was very into it, very interested in it so much so that she was not protected at all. Hmm. So mm -hmm. things were following her 
And she was sending me, she sent me a video and said, please tell me what you see. Well, it was a video of her living room. There was no sound and nothing paranormal. And I said, I'm sorry, there's nothing there. Um, and there's no sound. So I can't tell you if there was yep. any evidence of EVP right. or anything. Right. Immediately, it was like she sent me five clips. It was it was like within the next hour, I got five clips from her, two, about two minutes long each. One was set in her kitchen, one in the living room, one in the bathroom, one in her parked car, closed car by itself. And another one was too close to a radio. That's the only one that I couldn't find anything from because the sound was just too much. Yeah, sure. It was, yeah, it, right, right, right. Right next to the radio, so it, I couldn't do it. But I pulled out something from each of the other clips and sent them to her. And she said, my brother wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, is that is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. And she said, he's a cop. Okay. I know I've not done anything. So yeah, do I in trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. So she yeah. said, he's he nobody believes me. And you finally are telling me that I have proof of voices. She was telling everyone, and she had filed so many replete police reports of stalking that she was being stalked. She could see these mm -hmm. things. They were following her. She would go to wow. a theater go to see a movie and one of the people in the audience would stand up in a hoodie turn and look at her and it would be one of these things wow she would wow. look out her window and there would be two things on the next rooftop and i mean they were everywhere they were stalking this girl mm -hmm. and she was she was terrified no one mm -hmm. believed her because nothing had been seen so i talked to right. her brother and he says, what is it? And I said, she is actually being stalked by a couple of very intelligent spirits. Wow. And he said, my religion will not allow me to accept that. And I said, I understand. I get it. But that's not helping her. Mm -hmm. So he says, well, what can we do about it? And I said, she's got to be. Her, her entire property has to be cleansed. She's got to be cleansed. And mm -hmm. she needs to actually talk to somebody. Sure. In, mm -hmm. in a therapy position. She needs to go talk to somebody that understands the parapsychological stuff. Right. That can help her through this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, she's going to go crazy because you, mm -hmm. all, you all are not believing her. Yep. So. Right. Long story short, she was so excited. He believed me. He wanted me to come down. It was too far. I offered to help him find another group, and mm -hmm. uh, I think they did. So um, within this time, she sent me a couple more clips. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Here I we go again. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't deal with it tonight. I've, I've yeah, talked with yeah. your brother. You know, I've just, I've had too much. So I closed the computer for the night. Didn't even open the emails. That night, for some reason, my husband and I got into a little tiff about something stupid. Now, it didn't last. 
but maybe a couple of hours. And it was, we got over it and everything was said and done. Not a problem. Went to bed that night, slept, woke up the next morning, go to work. And that next night I decide, okay, I'm going to go see what she sent me. And I opened the first one and it said to her, you're never going to get rid of us. Um, we know where you are, no matter where you move. I mean, it was just a continual barrage of this. Mm -hmm. We're going to get you. It doesn't matter where you go. And, and I thought, bless her heart. You know, if she doesn't get any help, the second one I pulled up, it was to me. Is this audio? Yes. Okay. That, that I got the night before. Right. I never opened until the following night. It said, Cindy, which is what my family calls me, come down here. We'll help you with that situation my husband and I have thought about. We'll we'll help you with that. You don't yeah, need him. Bet. Come on down. Uh, no. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was like, what did I just hear? And I, I listened to it again to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Right. And it was the exact words. And I was like, uh-uh, nope, nope, nope. I, I, I don't know. Nope. Nope. And no. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I know I'm not dealing with that girl again, though. So I sent her the first one and said, here's what this says. And I'm, I'm sorry, but this is all I can do. You've got to listen to people down there, a team or something. I can't help sure. you anymore. Uh, I talked right. to Mark, the one that, again, does my covers. He's a, he's a psychic medium mm. and trans right. artist and that kind of thing. And I said, Mark, something happened and I don't understand what it was, but I'm freaking out. And he said, well, first of all, I need you to calm down and tell me. And I did. <laughs> and he said, Okay. He said, it's a parlor trick. I knew it. What? Oh, a man. parlor trick? I, kn I knew you were going to say that. Son he of a did. Bitch. He okay. said, he said, they can read your aura if you've not cleansed yeah. your aura or your mm -hmm. system or grounded yourself or protected yourself uh, in a 48 hour time period. They can read your aura for the last 48 minute, hours. And he said, mm -hmm. whenever you do any kind of spirit work, whether you're talking yep. um, with a Ouija board, pendulum, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. If yep. you're doing EVP work over the computer, protect yourself because they can come through yep. and cause you, right. if not anything else, worry. Yeah, sure. And right. You out. So. Right. That was so he, yeah. So here's the thing that uh, usually they need a living person to also felicitate this this action when you yeah, I've had that happen, so I know exactly what you're saying. So when you said parlor trick, I was like, son of a bitch, I knew that. <laughs> so yeah, I've had that happen before, but usually they need a solicitor, a living person that can actually partake in that so that they can help bridge the gap. And that's how they get to they can get to people. Now there aren't a lot of them around, but there are enough that it's, yeah. I've we've ran into I've ran into a couple, but I, 
my guides are good enough and I'm grounded and protective enough to know that, yeah, you might want to rethink that. And then I know <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? I'll know it. And it'll be like, there'll be one time where me and my well, a friend of mine, Josh, my camera guy from my other team says, he got us going. He wants us to go to this place out in the country and it's haunted. And it's da, da, da. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started remote viewing it. And the first thing I said, I saw was the living person. And then what was behind her? And I was ah. like, uh, hell no. See, I'd be like, there, like, like right now. No, I'd be like, where's, uh -huh. I'm, I'm taking my stuff and here <laughs> I come. Yeah. That's a whole psychological, um, warfare that i could not that i didn't yeah, want i usually do. don't have to and, deal with that part of it i right. just put down instruments and see yeah. what, so, what the data yeah. loggers say so shane yeah. or, or uh, josh said the same said the same thing to me he right before we were supposed to leave for this he called me up and he says i just got this really weird feeling of not to go and i did too hmm. and so we decided not to go we'll come to find out that later on in the last few years he's come into his gifts my my friend josh is is got gifts and i've kind of helped him here and there and he you know so we were on the same wavelength so i know that that parlor trick that sucks i'm sorry you experienced that but Ooh, i'm glad what I my did. guys always told i'm glad it's I an experience did, yeah. it's a learning experience yeah total total I learning can, experience yeah i i can i because I because because mike basically my, when i when i prayed about it and talked to my guides about it they said you needed to see that. You needed to experience it because this is out there. You can't it's, be naive and not experience this. And you can help other people now. Yes. Yes. In it. Yes. So, so I'm I am always so, yeah. preaching. Please, please, please protect yourself. Yeah. And people think it's yeah. just Ouija boards that can be the culprits of evil coming through. No, it can be a spirit box. Yeah. It can be the computer. It can be anything where you're actually asking the pendant, the pendulum. You can ask a question of spirit and it comes through. You've got an opening right there where you've got to close it too. always yeah. close whatever you open or the door stays open and things can pop through. You don't want to pop through. Now, let me ask you, Shane, hey. Have you yep. ever have you ever experienced anything like that where you've had where one minute during the day that you're fine and you're doing your thing and all of a sudden you you have an energy flux of why am I pissed off? Why am I angry? Why am I hmm. do you ever have you ever experienced that to a level where you recognize that you stop and say, What the fuck? What is Probably that? Probably maybe t twice in my whole life. Boy, are you and I've been around a long time. <laughs> So You're I don't know, but not very often. I I I'm not sensitive to that stuff for the most part. Well, you I know. guess everybody is different, and so yeah. you know people experience things differently. There's not one single person iota that is the same. So uh, spiritually yeah. and physically. Yeah. So thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> I'm just lucky, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's. So it sounds like that uh, you've had quite a bit of experiences, you know, different experiences um, since when you're since being in this field, you know. So, but I think that uh, 
yeah, you're probably still experiencing things and there's probably more things that you learn that I'll learn, you know, and that I'll, sure. and that's part of the reason why I do this, do the shows I do, because I want to be able to interact with other people that have similar stories or same stories or, you know, intriguing stories, you know, things like that, that just want to, you know, share what's going on, you know? So Sin, do you guys use any other kind of equipment or is it just voice recorders and, you know, chill? So my favorite is the voice recorder and a flashlight just to, so you're not tripping, not flashlight. Yeah, totally good. But yeah, I don't want to trip and a camera, you know, that's pretty much what my wife does. That's how she does her investigations. I I like copper rods too, once in a while. Um, I've never tried any of those, but we've actually gotten not just yes and no answers, but Mm -hmm the spirit will actually lead you to where something is. So like in the old hospital, we, it's like witching for water, really. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah. I've heard about and, that. Yeah. One, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, we were, you're holding them straight ahead and walking slowly, trying to find out the location, something happened. Sure. And the spirit took us right to the room that, something had happened so you know things like that have been shown in you know around the rods and everything Mm -hmm. um we've got other things we just don't use them as much as that Mm -hmm. uh what my my other teammate walt he's he's my hippie mountain man and (laughs) knows native stuff in and out and uh, the earth and uh, he's he's an incredible Incredible person. He's very, very spiritual and very, very tuned. Sensitive. Well, oh goodness, yes, grounded yeah. and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, has a lot of experienced uh, t- times and different mm-hmm. things that he's seen and heard. But um, one thing that he brought to the table I had never seen was the plasma ball. You know the little plasma oh, yeah. balls. You can I get? use those actually. I yes. use those, and I have mine hooked up to data loggers. And we've actually had some activity with it. Yeah. I think that's amazing. So, yeah. So we all three of us now have the plasma balls just in case one of us can't be there. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Things like that. So those are my favorite kind of things. See, a lot of times I'll do completely automated uh, investigations. I'll literally come in, set up all the equipment, test it real quick shut the door, lock the door, go out, hang out at the bar for a few hours, come back, pick it up, (laughs) you know? And I found, I find more stuff with that than when my teammates are there. It's like people's presence gets rid Uh of the spirits. Plus there's so much, it's so hard to get rid of the the noise and the people and the, you know, if there's nothing there, if there's a noise, it's from something that's not, you know, people. Well, you know, and it's like we were talking about, if you come in the, in the room, they go out the other hallway, yep. you know, like the, nope, not tonight. And I'm, I'm not dealing with living people tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The computer controls the yeah, whole thing yeah. and the computer don't uh-huh. care and it don't lie. And it just gives you numbers and video and audio and everything. So that's awesome. Complete, completely automated. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We've, we've yeah. one of our best mm-hmm. uh, videos we've caught at the old hospital was on a trail cam they just left running while we yep. were in the other part of the building a lot of times yeah mm-hmm. a lot of good nice. stuff 
<laughs> so yeah, um, we are about at the uh -oh. Uh -oh. end of our rope, I would say, or the send me the link to your books and I will post them on my page and I will yeah, post them also on the audio file so that when I do get this uploaded tonight, then um, I'll have it at the bottom of the episode so that everybody can do this. Because I, I tell you what, this has Sounds been a, a great conversation. And I mean, this is the yeah, hours flew great. by. And yeah. So it went um, too fast. Yeah, yeah, right. And so, and you, you talked about the the um, the Paracon, the legends, and you know Tennessee haunts and legends. Yes, yes. Um, my other co-host uh, Kelly Shaper was there with Cemetery Files. Really? Uh, yes, yes. She was there, and she had the Studio Six uh, Productions banner, the whole nine yards. I wasn't able to come because I had to work. Um, because I'm up in Wisconsin, but she represented and yeah, she said that that uh, place was awesome. So we had so, a yeah. great so, time. Right. We so had a great time. yeah, you should probably hook up with her. Uh, yeah. And then uh, she's probably got great stories. You guys probably get, get along really well. And then we could try to have you on the other show. Um, coming first of the year. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Okay. All right. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And I want to thank our guest. Thank you so much, Senator Hill. It's been it's been fantastic. You've got great stories, and I will definitely post up those links for your books, and you can check them all out on Amazon. So we mm -hmm. want to thank everybody again for tuning in, and I want to thank my co-host Shane. Yep. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for having me. It's awesome having. You.